Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode. We're talking about mentorship moments. I'm sharing some of mine and our guest, author, thought leader, and online educator, Kelsey Chapman, will be sharing insights from the impact of mentorship in her life as we discuss her book, What They Taught Me. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 59, along with information about our guest. So let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. My life is much richer because of the people in it. I've been involved in mentorship as a mentee and a mentor. Growing up, I was mentored by amazing people. I'll never forget how my grade five or six Sunday school teacher, Mrs. Jean Altina, one of the sweetest ladies ever, trained us in how to teach the Bible and then gave us each the opportunity to teach a lesson. I spoke on the Beatitudes. I'm sure it wasn't earth-shattering or life-changing for those listening, but it was for me. I really do believe this is where the fire in my heart for teaching the Bible was ignited. As a teen, my youth leaders and pastors greatly influenced my life. There was Kent Lester, the Wellses, Howards, Edwards, Randy and Deb, the Newells, McVons, and Sophers. I hope I'm not forgetting any because they all went beyond our Friday night events, spending time at their houses, eating together, playing games, and even doing ministry together impacted who I am today. Somehow, I was allowed to be a part of the youth choir and the leaders, the Seawards and the Eagles, loved on us, teaching us much more than how to sing, of which I still haven't learned, but they mentored us in life and faith, and their mark is indelible. In 2016, I got to realize a dream when I received my John Maxwell Team certification and was able to meet one of my biggest business mentors, John Maxwell himself. I even have a picture to prove it. Twice, I've had one of my ministry mentors, Peggy Kennedy, on the show. Mentorship moments have enriched my life. Now, You won't find the word mentorship in the Bible, but you'll see the outplaying of mentorship through its pages in the word called discipleship. I found at least 12 really great examples of mentorship in the Bible, where through the power of a relationship that Proverbs 27, 17 is lived out and people are sharpening each other like iron sharpens iron. We don't have time to discuss all these mentorship duos like Moses and Joshua or Elizabeth and Mary in this episode. But if you want to check out the show notes, you can find a link to get the list. In the book of Titus, Paul is mentoring this young pastor in how to lead the people in his church. In chapter 2, Paul encourages Titus to lead the elders in his church, both men and women, to mentor the young. He emphasizes that men and women are to go through the same type of mentorship, just like I did, where the emphasis was to produce good character and not just to pass on biblical knowledge. Because as Paul also taught, the danger in too much head knowledge is that knowledge puffs up, 
while love builds up. Paul's discipleship structure that he was teaching Titus to model would have resembled a life coaching session where the mentor asked questions out of the mentee to help them grow in discernment, helping the mentee see how they have what it takes to figure out life's problems. Doug Greenwald, in his article discussing discipleship during Jesus' day, what we would call mentorship, said, Unlike many of our contemporary discipleship programs, there was no curriculum or agenda for this multi-year discipling experience. Rather, it was a continual, daily, relational living experience where either the rabbi would ask questions of the disciple as he closely observed the disciple's daily life, or the disciple would initiate a discussion by raising an issue or asking a question based on some aspect of his daily life. Maybe that's why Jesus asked more questions than most and allowed his mentees to literally hang out with him for three years, day in, day out, traveling, eating, and ministering together, discussing issues, and even disagreeing with each other. So if Moses, Mary, Jesus, and Paul believed in the importance of mentorship, I think you might want to give it a try. Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers, connect to your global community, and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the My Joy Radio app right now and never be without your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free, easy to use, and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts, an in-app Bible, and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the My Joy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Since 1911, women have been celebrating each other on what's now known as International Women's Day. And we're celebrating it on Monday, just coming up March 8th. And it's a day when women help to honor each other, help each other, cheerlead each other on and mentor each other. Now, our guest today is Kelsey Chapman. She's an author, podcaster, thought leader, and online educator, and she is all about mentorship, and her latest book is all about mentorship, and we're going to be uh, discussing it today. So, Kelsey, I am so excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It is truly a joy to be here. Well, Kelsey, I, uh, you know, I think it's amazing how we connected. It was, you know, in 2018. So for a few years now, I had been getting your emails and um, it was actually through uh, buying a website theme and I got a bundle that included one of your Instagram plans. I know it is crazy how the internet brings us together. You know, I've met mm-hmm. some of my best friends across the World Wide Web. And so I love that the bundles have served as a community builder because that was not what I expected out of that deal. But it's been so fun to just make friends. And then we obviously had other mutual friends. So it's just fun to come yes. together. Andrea Crisp, who was actually on the podcast, uh, actually right near the beginning, Andrea was on uh, a really good, good, good friend of mine. So I love your book, What They Taught Me, Recognizing the Mentors Who Will Take You from Dream to Done. And you talk in your book all about the 
different mentors that you have, you kind of highlight some of the mentors in your life. And in, in the Soul H2O devotion, I highlighted some of the mentors that are in my life. And we're both girls that have had a ton of people really um, impact our lives through mentorship. And the one thing I love is how you started off and you talked in your uh, beginning about the mentorship that came really from your parents. Yeah. I wonder if you can talk you about know, that. Yeah. You know, my parents really modeled open handedness. I love that they weren't overly cautious about me inviting voices into my life because, you know, I've always been inquisitive. I was the kid who wanted to sit at the adult, adult table, not the kid's table and just learn yeah. and hear what everyone had to say. And so because I've always been curious you know, if there was someone already in my life or their lives that I just wanted to learn from, I would just kind of put myself in their proximity. I would hang around, I'd linger, you know, with the adults and learn mm -hmm. some. And so I, I've loved their open handedness in my life. And especially my mom, you know, I sat and wrote a book about all these mentors and not once did she feel threatened by that. She has modeled for me that I can do that with my kids one day. Yeah, I think it's so important for women to recognize the power of that position as a mother to be able to mentor. So your mother mentored you, but also to kind of keep that loose that she let other people in your life so that you could, you know, there's so many places where we can learn from. So I thought it was great, though, because sometimes women kind of downplay the impact of their just parenting <laughs> and mm -hmm. how that is mentoring. So that oh, was good. Yeah. I, I mean, I learned so much from my mom. So yeah. But there was definitely a lot of different types of people. As I went through your book, it was really incredible looking at the people who mentored you. And so maybe, you know, for those who haven't read your book, if you can kind of share the different types of people, like there was, you know, definitely there was a few mothers of friends other types yes. of people that were mentoring you throughout your life. Yeah. So like I mentioned, you know, when I saw a woman carrying a facet of life, well, I invited her into my life and I didn't expect them to be perfect or crushing it in every area of life because who is, but if they were excelling <laughs> in one area, I just wanted to learn. So if they were an incredible friend or the way they walked out their faith journey stood out to me, or they were a great wife who juggled a career well as well. I wanted to learn how they did it um, because I, I think there's always an opportunity to grow from someone else's story. And I've, I've seen that, you know, I think I got a, a quick fix early on of like, wow, if I apply this wisdom to my life, it shortcuts the distance to my own success. So I'm just going to keep asking for more wisdom and I'll, I'll chew the meat and spit out the bones. I'll apply what is relevant for me. And, and if it's not relevant, I'll just put it on a shelf and say, thank you so much for passing that along. I think you just really hit the nail on the head of one of the things that is really powerful for mentorship is that you can actually learn from other people's mistakes. And any mentor that I've had in my life, they've always shared not just the things they're doing well, but the things that they've really made mistakes and, and steer you away from it. And if you listen, you can really save yourself some heartache. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like they, all of my mentors have passed along lessons that might've taken them 10 years to learn and a few missed turns and a few reroutings. And for me, they were able to help me take the most clear cut path to fullness and freedom and joy and a fruitful life. And so sometimes they would boil down a lesson that might take them 10 years to learn and give it to me. And it took me a year to learn because of their generosity. And so I hope to also take what my 10 year lessons inevitably will be and pass that along to someone a few steps behind me. Well, Kelsey, I can't wait for us to come back after the break so you can share more about the mentors that have been in your life and some of the specifics of how they've been able to really impact you and how, you know, maybe some people listening to this show could become mentors and impact others. I can't wait. I'm Kelsey Chapman from episode 59, and my music pick for Soul H2O Radio is Who We Are by Courtney Ramirez. There's some things that I don't like to talk about. It is just about that moment and kind of the, the fleshy things, if you will. And that's kind of what's missing in, you know, mainstream or secular music. Whereas the Christian music, artists are vulnerable and they write a song. It's so much more about what's life-giving and breathing and just trying to give honor and glory to God. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, Kelsey, I I know that you're a girl that just has a heart after God. And I get every guest to share a Bible study tool or tip, something that really helps your relationship grow in relationship with Christ. Man, well, I, when I think about that in my own life, it's always just keeping my eyes fixed on Jesus. And I know that maybe feels a little intangible, but having practices in my day that center me back on looking to God for affirmation, for answers, for guidance, like we are bombarded with so much advice and tools and tips. I mean, hello, I'm advice queen. I love getting advice from women, mm-hmm. but having that centering practice to come back home to the ultimate opinion that matters at the end of the day and staying in connectedness with God and just keeping your gaze fixed on Jesus. That is so good. And how about a favorite Bible verse or one that's been impacting your life lately? Well, it kind of goes right along with that practice. Um, Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces will never be covered with shame. And that is Psalm 34, 5. That is a great verse. I love that translation that their faces will never be covered with shame. And, you know, the world definitely likes to put shame on us. But as we let Christ into our lives and he he heals us and, and, and loves on us, then we can be radiant. And I think radiant is a key word for you in your life. That is the name of your podcast. Yeah. So how did that come about? It's what has been the, the theme woven throughout kind of the tapestry of everything I do since I got started. So I really started this whole journey writing and in the online space um, and even my business with a blog called the Radiant Life blog. And we base it off of the scripture of, wow, Mm -hmm. when we keep our gaze fixed on God, we will be radiant. 
And that is just really a through line in everything I do. And so as I've built new things or evolved my brand, that has still just remained a through line and a mm -hmm. part of my heartbeat. Well, girl, you are radiant. Your show is great. Your podcast and the book that you've just released, What They Taught Me, all about mentorship, is so powerful. And I think it's amazing that we get this opportunity as podcasters and radio show hosts to be able to share with others, people that have impacted our lives sometimes. Uh, you know, I, you helped mentor me in, in the relation to Instagram and other things. <laughs> but, you know, the, to be given that opportunity to put a platform there where we can help others be mentored by listening to the podcast. And so you, through your book, there's just so many different types of women that really impacted you. And one thing, a quote from your book that I love, it's actually page 11. You said, I'm fortunate to have had more than one woman notice me, come alongside me and say, you don't have to do this alone. And I think this is a difficult part of mentorship, that some girls never get to this mentor-mentee relationship because they're afraid to actually open up and, and become, uh, you know, let someone else in. How, how can you, you know, speak into that for women that maybe are thinking, I don't know, this girl's talking about it, but I just, I just can't go there. Well, for, I have two things there, you know, for the girl who it's really uncomfortable to be vulnerable and to let someone in, I think I encourage you to do it anyways. You know, any sort of human connection does come with a risk, whether it's friendship, dating, parenting, human connection inherently comes with risk of rejection, right? Mm. But I promise the reward is worth it. And I write about in the book, painful experiences, but it was still a net positive in my life. And then I do want to acknowledge the girl who hears that line and says, well, I've never been noticed. Well, she had these women notice her. I don't feel noticed. Hey, I hear you. I promise I have gone through seasons of feeling hidden quite frequently. And so if you feel hidden, put yourself out there. Some of the mentors I just walked up to at a cookout and said, hey, can we meet regularly? I really love the way your home feels when I'm in it. And I would just like to cultivate that as I get older. So I don't have any tangibles I need you to boil down for me, but I just kind of want to meet with you regularly and get to know you because somehow you carry that with you everywhere you go. And so it might not be them noticing you. Sometimes you have to ask too, and it's uncomfortable, but again, yeah. connection is worth the risk. I have done the same. And I think that's really important to lay it out there and, and you know, to let people in and then you got to be vulnerable yourself. And then these other people will be vulnerable with you. Now, when you think of mentorship in its best form, is it something formal or or, you know, do you have a set plan and agenda when you meet with your mentors? I think it depends on the relationship. Um, you know, uh, a neighborhood mama who walks with me through the trenches of motherhood. I'm not a mom yet, but, you know, one day I hope to have someone that's 
speaks into my life in that way. It might not be so formal. It might be going over there and helping her fold laundry and saying, hey, what do you do when your kid throws a tantrum that's embarrassing in public? <laughs> you know? Um, Call me for that moments. one, girl. Call me for that one. <laughs> you know, the, the moments that you sneak in that sometimes are 10 minutes long because that's all you've got. I know a lot mm-hmm. of my friends who are moms that are like, I really can't mentor in this season, but I'll sit at the counter with my babysitter at the end of the day and tell her whatever she wants to know, <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. so those can be mentoring moments, but then maybe in business, it's a little more cut and dry and you come with your three questions. I think that also across the board comes down to understanding how your mentor is wired and accommodating that. If your mentor that you want to learn from as the mentee is a three bullet type points type of person, then accommodate that. But if they're more open-ended, roll with it and just see what comes up as you communicate and chat with each other. Um, Because we've got a bunch of different personalities at play. And I, I think that's an important nuance. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the people in your book, one of those different personalities was a Karen. And now in our day and age, <laughs> poor Karens, they get the, the bad rap. And, uh, you know, let's redeem the word, the term Karen and talk about, you know, how how Karen, she broke the mold for mentorship and really impacted your life. Oh my gosh, Karen saved my life. You know, I I say that humorously, but at the same time, she came in a really crucial season for me. I was at a church where I really felt I was supposed to be there. Like I knew that I knew that I knew from God, this is where we are supposed to be, but I did not want to be there stylistically. It was not my preference. Um, And so I was really riding that tension of, I do know this is the right decision for us, but this is also hard. And that season showed me that some of the best things come when you stick it out. And Karen stepped into my life and she really showed me how to show up in ministry as my full self using my voice when I don't fit the mold because I really didn't fit the mold there. And she didn't either. And had I just left, I would never have been able to watch with a front row seat another woman who doesn't fit the mold in a ministry setting use her voice tactfully but confidently. And that is something I will forever be grateful for. Mm, That is so good. And then you talk about how mentors can propel you forward. And I think that's been something that's, you know, been a part of my life. And as you shared about your mentorship with Anne and others, that really their relationship was pivotal to where God had wanted you next. Oh my gosh. Yes. I think of a mentor, you know, like a pyramid on a cheerleading team sometimes. Um, I think Mm. it's called cheerleading squad. Actually, clearly I was not a cheerleader, but (laughs) they allow you to stand on their shoulders so you can reach further and go higher. And I think my mentors have learned everything they can. They are lifelong learners. They're my kind of girls, just like me. They learn everything they can, and then they've generously passed it along to me so that I can stand on their shoulders and reach a little bit higher. And I I really feel like I would not be here or where I am today without women who so generously invested what they knew into me. Did they have everything in life figured out? No way, because who does? (laughs) But they were offering what they had, and it propelled me forward. 
Well, Kelsey, I hope that this discussion has really inspired people to want to get into a mentorship relationship and, you know, that they would see the value in letting someone in your life so that you can learn from them to become that better version of yourself and really learn, glean from their, you know, the things that they're good in. And, I, you know, how can people find you and and learn more about what you're doing and, and grab a hold of your book? Yeah, so you can snag the book anywhere books are sold, Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon. And then you can come find me on Instagram at Kelsey Chapman. And my website's just my name, KelseyChapman.com. There you go. Well, we will make sure to have that all on our show notes. But Kelsey, it has been awesome having you on the show. And I love this discussion. I hope everyone grabs a copy of your book, What They Taught Me. It is so good and will really inspire you about mentorship. So thanks so much for being here, girl. Thank you for having me. It was truly a joy. This week, I challenge you to send a note of thanks to someone who's mentored or is mentoring you. And then think about who you could be mentoring right now. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 59 of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. Make sure to check out the show notes for deeper insights and information about our guest, Kelsey. Come back next week as we talk about Women's History Month. We'll be taking a look at amazing women in the Bible, history, and our modern world. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.